As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Parts Talk. Today, we speak with Richard Asphalt. Richard managed a company who purchased repair parts and prepare estimates on behalf of insurance companies. He describes the challenges dealing with dealerships and garages and how he maneuvered a high-paced, high-demand environment in order to assist customers getting their vehicles back on the road and in good working condition. You can find the full video of this interview on my YouTube channel and on Facebook. Remember to like and share, and if you can, please leave a donation you in the information in the description. Let's begin. So tonight on Parts Talk, we have Mr. Richard Asphal. Richard has been in in the industry for more than 20 plus years. Um, I'm not going to deliberate what his experiences was. I keep it all a surprise to our loyal guests and our audiences. So as usual, I try to bring individuals who are intimately involved in relationship working in a dealership, dealership setting or individuals like Richard my, uh, Richard No, who has been affiliated with doing business alongside a dealership. So, Richard, um, good night. Thank you for joining us. Good and, night. Uh, <laughs> and uh, how, how has it been so far? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, trying to keep safe in the pandemic, um, as everybody should. Of course, of course, as you know, safety is a must, right? We have to keep ourselves and our families safe. So do us the honors. Um, introduce yourself. Tell us all about yourself. Uh, you don't have to go right back to when it was a toddler, you know? It just, no. just, the mo- just, <laughs> just the most essential parts, right? Give us a, give us a history of what we're, what we're talking about tonight. Tell us about Roadman, what Roadman was all about. Well, Roadman Limited was basically acting on behalf of the insurance companies. Um, they would send us the past listing and we would give them a quotation based on the past that were available, whether locally or abroad. Yes. Um, so when they get back that response, they would actually give us the void whether or not to buy the parts and we deliver it to the garages. Okay, um, okay, okay. And then you would have, they would have to do that for all all makes and models. What were some of the um the cars that they deal with? The Corollas, 
the Toyotas, the Hondas, basically all all make vehicles. All makes and models. So it uh, does it does it does it matter the year of the vehicle? No, not really. We'll try and source the parts and get it to the client. Okay, okay. So you so the company acted as an intermediary on behalf of the the insurance company or on behalf of the client. I just want to make it clear. The insurance company. On behalf of the insurance company. So what they do is investigate whenever there's an accident, they will match the yeah, the prices of for all of that still Chris they would actually send an assessor yeah to assess the vehicle um do a parts valuation on the vehicle and then send it to us we would then go out in the market to try and get the best prices for them right and send them a quotation to say okay go ahead and supply them like the prices that you have right okay 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 did it matter the type of parts was uh, either genuine or aftermarket parts well it was a mixture of genuine used and aftermarket parts okay used parts as well okay yeah, okay okay parts was actually in it uh-huh because we actually got parts um from japan as well uh-huh used from local dealers that actually supply used parts okay okay so roadman was roadman had been around for for how long for for, for, the, for the 20 years 28 30 years i actually left school and go straight into the street okay so, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and um and, and you have never left it since no no we have actually collaborated with um, some of the dealers like Toyota Jamaica, KIG, where some of their programs, we actually got a chance to learn them to see what they actually were doing as a dealer. Right. To see how best can work together. Okay, okay. When you say programs, you're talking about their their parts software, their um, parts catalog? Yes, EPC. Parts okay, catalog. The, the, elect- EPC, the, the electronic parts catalog. Yes. So they would actually teach us say, to actually maneuver to help us better to find the parts that are necessary within the parameters of an accident. Okay, 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 okay. So you worked directly with the assessors and the dealerships in order to collaborate and get the the most value but one would yes. say one would say you were you were benefiting the insurance companies <laughs> <laughs> well basically yes because um i don't think a lot of people understand uh-huh. that the insurance company is there to put you back to indemnify you to actually right. put you back in the position that you were right a lot of people would say based on the year week that you have mm-hmm. you might have to get new unused parts right so that was basically always have to be explaining to the clients mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. because it all depends on the the year of the car you have the make and the yes. model 
So you try to get it back as as original condition, original condition at the time when the the user was basically operating the motor vehicle. Yes, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm gonna I want to tickle your brain some more because what I want to know is um what were some of the challenges you faced when you know you're trying to go around to see to it that the customer get the parts that are needed in order to have their vehicles repaired to go back on the road. Because as you know, there, there are certain circumstances where that client, that customer wants their car, but at the same time, no, the insurance company has to do their due diligence. So I suspect that you would have to try to get things done in a timely manner. But what would you describe to me now? How, what were some of the challenges you faced? <laughs> well, Chris, I'm glad you asked that question. Um, the challenge is, is if an item is not available locally, right? You would have to special order it, whether it be from the US or from the dealer, which it would come from Japan. Right. Say, it would first um, and foremost, this is Toyota Jamaica, and other companies are bringing in the parts quicker than you. What is it that you can do to get the part to us on a timely manner after ordering it? And they put that time down to, I think it was one month, if you remember. Mm-hmm. Now, I think you can get parts from Toyota Jamaica within two weeks. Okay. You understand me? So that was the challenge. Getting it from the US was depending on where it was. It would take probably a week, couple of days, right, or two weeks. But um, getting the part, advising the client where the part reach, and getting it here, clearing it, and doing right. it to their garage. Okay, okay, okay. So when you when the parts come in, you would get those parts and you will take it directly to the approved garage. Yes. To where where the where the client is having his or her car to be repaired. Yes, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. What other challenges you face otherwise from parts? Because parts has always been a challenge, so to speak, for for dealers and for for customers alike. Because but they don't know that. Or what I tried to inform a lot of clients when I was you know intimately involved as a parts manager is that you can't have a million and one parts there sitting on a shelf. I mean, that's, that's holding costs right there, right? Yes. It, uh, definitely. That's, um, that's, you would have, you'd end up with dead stock. You'd end up with things that you're not using. And if the parts is not turning over in a timely manner, then you're, uh, you're going to be operating at a loss. Definitely, definitely. Right. So otherwise from the, otherwise, so what I'm just trying to say, you know, otherwise from the parts, what other challenges were there? Because everybody keeps on saying parts, 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 parts. Yeah. All right. Um, the garages were the ones that were receiving them. And sometimes going to them was a challenge because the same were, oh, they won't take this or they won't take that. Mm-hmm. And we have to be explaining to them, say, hey, as much as we are here delivering the parts, it's based on your client's need. Yeah. You understand me? And our involvement or 
or communication with them was to get the client back on the road. Yeah. But it wasn't, uh, I just deliver things to you and you take it. It's based on what was actually quoted on before, referred by the insurance company, what we try to deliver mm-hmm. to the clients. Right. And the clients are not things based on the time, as you were discussing before, but, mm-hmm. you know, we get the job done. Does the client ever have direct interaction with you or they have to go through the insurance company? Sometimes they talk to us, but it was mainly the insurance company. Okay, we okay. Advise them on what is going on, um, what time a party would deliver, or if there was any delay, we would have to relay that to them. So they would just respond back to their clients. Okay. 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 Well, yes, makes sense because that is the that is the 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 protocol, right? Because you're acting on behalf of the insurance company, so it yeah. is their job to communicate the the steps, the necessary steps, and the actions being taken back to their clients. But we talk about the the challenges parts, of course. But <laughs> what were what were some of the um, the strategies you used to you know to get around some of these obstacles? Because parts logistics as i mentioned in a previous um, podcast some time ago is that different regions operate um under a different jurisdiction as it relates to logistics and part supply right seeing that chris i can say to you that me personally i know that some of the parts that came from several different areas in Germany for mm-hmm. that we had to deliver parts came from Mobi or from we had to deliver parts from Kingston to Mobi. And I mean that is on itself a different journey, a different environment dealing with other repairs, yeah. Right. And to all they actually um, refer to the parts sometimes may be different from what um, you, would, you would say just like the US um, we call a fender and they would call it a wing or yeah. yeah we call it bonnet they call it hood so there is that difference in um, yeah, yeah. everybody's yeah terminology and the yeah 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 okay okay but like i said no the challenges the challenges um what were what were some of the strategies to do that you used to to ensure that the the insurance company is satisfied and the customer is satisfied what what did you do to put to put a smile on their on their faces and to ensure that the check was coming in well we always made sure that each item is each item that we delivered, um, these items were on a delivery slip mm-hmm. where they would have to sign receipt for and um, in good satisfaction. Right. So for each garage, would have to sign a delivery slip. In signing for that delivery slip, you sign whether or not it was of value. 
they are also representing him on their behalf. Right. Because if they move apart, that um, was not suitable for them, would have to take it back and exchange it and take it back to them. So more often, um, as I said, the client would want new parts, but the, based on the year model of the week, it would have to actually deliver used parts and some of the items. Mm-hmm. As Frontend is one of those that we try not to put um, used parts on. But body parts, used parts are available, we would supply them. Okay, okay. You have to be careful what you're saying, okay? You can't put a you you can't put use a used fun bonnet or a used fender or a well, I should say a used hood on uh, on my on my prestige S63 Mercedes, you understand? <laughs> it all depends on the year. It all depends on the year. Okay, okay. Well, I hope this don't get out too <laughs> to too many people. <laughs> but I, I I get what you're saying. Um but let me let me let me let me move on a little bit because the, I want to know more about your interaction, your company's interaction with dealerships. What were what were some of the, the recommendations now you'd um you'd put to dealerships in terms when they were you know going around sourcing these parts? Well, um for one, the sourcing of the parts, as I said earlier on. It was too laid back. The dealerships, every so often you go to them, oh, um, these parts are not available. You would have to specialize them. These are basically like some five-year-old vehicles coming up three-year-old, and they still don't have these parts in stock. Right. We'd have to special order them. Some mm-hmm. of the dealers right now is just straight special orders. They mm-hmm. don't have any parts in stock. Okay, okay. And I mean, some even small items as bulb. Bulb. Surprisingly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I mean, um, we definitely would reach out to them and say, what is it that um, you basically can do to actually minimize that loss to our client. Right. Our in delivering parts to us in a timely manner. Yeah. So that, that conversation would be back and forth with them on a regular basis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But what did what did Roadman do to, to keep relevant? Um, in terms of how did they maintain that longevity? Turned over the parts in a timely manner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it must must have come with a tremendous amount of of stress to be, you know, liaising with the insurance company. And I suspect that is, was it one insurance company or, or was it just a, a conglomerate? No, it was several insurance companies. Exactly, exactly. So I, can, can I, so I can understand several insurance companies, several claims going on from time to time. Yes. And then you're dealing with different models, makes, brands right across. Do name it, even trucks. 
Something even like trucks. That. Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. what I'm saying is that that must have been something tremendous. It's like operating a, a small garage that you you service all on Sunday. And end up with parts that um <laughs> sometimes you you have them so they have them so long that you can't even return them. Really? Okay, yeah, okay. Wait and store them and stock them in your parts catalog or inventory until the need arises for it again. Mm-hmm. Reuse it. Okay, 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 okay. But let me let me move further. Um, how how should we prepare for a market that is constantly changing? What what would have been your based on your experience? Um, give us can you give us any any, any input? Well, um, right now, basically, you have more people going to Japan. And actually, for the used parts market, that is, yeah. um, they're actually listening to people saying, hey, these are the people that are coming now. And the dealers themselves can't bring it in mm-hmm. on a timely manner. So yeah. these are the parts that they are trying to get mm-hmm. um, used that are there from a little while before they reach us. So like we... Carolas, the Axios, the some Subaru, some Hondas, some Suzuki parts, Isuzu parts that are hard to get. Yeah. You just call and call some of the used parts dealers and say, hey, um, when is it that the next shipment is coming? We might need some of these parts and they'll just call their relevant people in Japan and say, hey, we might need these parts. Right. Pack it in the container and ship it to us. Mm-hmm. Or call us when it is actually here and we collect it and deliver right. it to Right, right. So the use parts, the use parts, it's a it's a it's a very it's a relatively large industry. Very, very large. So they're basically, competing directly with the dealers. Yes, and basically right now. Not only they are competing with the dealers, but they are actually shipping parts to other small islands. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. So, yeah, we they are actually marketing the used parts in such a way that um, there's nothing that you, you need that you have to literally look for. They might, uh, okay, so they will basically search all around the island to find out if they can get it. And if it's not available, then they, they can order it directly from Japan. Yes, that's basically what's going on right now. Right, right. So they are in direct competition with, so they're in, they're in direct competition with, with the dealers. So it's not only aftermarket parts, but also used parts are, are, are currently competing in the market. Yes. Definitely. Well, that is that is basically that is basically everywhere. So I mean, I can't get around that. But the dealers definitely have to step up the game, though. As I say, in the turnover time for the parts, they they need to cut down the time to try and alleviate that stress Mm -hmm. and getting the cans back on the road. It's hard for an an accident, meaning yeah. At the end of the day, you want to blame somebody, but it's 
not something that um, it's a big relevancy to the persons that are in the accident to go to the insurance company and have their vehicle parked for two, three, four months and not be able to get parts for their vehicle. Mm-hmm. They would have to put them themselves at risk in taking taxi, bus, and other things like that. Worse right. in the time of a pandemic, no. Everybody yeah. wants a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the insurance company would have to would step in and actually rent vehicles for their clients based on the time period that they are out of a vehicle. Right. So to be it. fair, to be fair to the dealers though, because as you know, my background is um dealership management for some time now, um intimately involved in parts. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with geographical location, right? And if you're situated in a country like Jamaica and the nearest transshipment hub to them is Miami and everything, as you know, has to go through Miami in order to venture off to Japan where 90% of the vehicles in Jamaica are Japanese made. Hondas, Toyotas, Nissan, Suzuki is still there, right? Yeah. Um, Subarus, Toyotas, they, they dominate the market. But when they want efficient part supply, they, if they can't get it in Miami, then the next best place they, they, they look forward to is going directly to Japan to get those parts. And as you know, the sourcing and the logistics in Japan for the time for them to find it, put it on an aircraft or a boat and send it across, uh, you know, it's going to take weeks, right? So that is, that is essentially the, 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 skin, the skin in the game or basically what they have to play with. That's just the, the nature of the beast. So they, it's not like they can't do any better, right? It's, be, it's based on a geographical location, which is, which is always going to be a disadvantage to them. But sure. explaining that to the regular man, um, maybe, yeah. After, yeah, maybe after you explain all the logistics and break it down, it has to go through this custom and it has to clear mm-hmm. through another custom and then come to Jamaica and then they have to do more paperwork and get it done. And some try to bypass it and use a, a courier system. And then the courier system has to also use their own internal brokerage system in order to, in order to get it faster to you. So, but at the same time, no, somebody has to pay for all of that. True that. True. Right. True. So everything comes at a cost. So, um, I'm just playing devil's advocate here just to, you know, for the audience to understand exactly what is going on behind the scenes, right? So we can't just, so, can't just, can't just beat up on the dealers, but I, I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, but um, to be fair, Chris, um, going to the dealers, you have an option. You have sea freight or air freight. Yeah. That's one of the benefits of going to the dealers. But sea freight is going to take a while. Air freight will come early, but mm-hmm. at a cost. Mm-hmm. You can't sometimes not take cost on themselves or don't want to. So we offer them um, sea freight. Right. Like I said earlier that when you order something from the dealer, the dealer would send for it in Japan. Japan would send it to that ship 
shipment leave out and go to Miami before it comes to Jamaica. Right. The used parts dealers, when they order it from Japan, it comes straight from Japan to straight to Jamaica. Straight to Jamaica. Okay. Don't make that turn, a triangle turn to go to Miami. To come to Jamaica. <laughs> that is why they are on top of their game right now. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Something, something hopefully they can see for themselves and learn and find out exactly how to get that done. Well, yes. Definitely. Yeah. 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 But um, just to add a, experience, a personal experience I had, uh, my car uh, needed a map sensor. I'm here in Toronto. No one in Toronto has it. They have to order it from the, um, the manufacturer in Michigan. And it still took two weeks. So, I mean, <laughs> exactly because they don't have something like that sitting down on a shelf right well, exactly but i mean they don't have they don't have something like that sitting down on a shelf because it's not a fast moving item so no, it still no. it still has to go through the process to be requested to be to be manufactured packaged shipped comes across the border and then all that and it still took two weeks so i mean yeah. it doesn't matter where you where you are it, it depends on the nature of the parts itself some yeah. some can get it done faster than some but it it is it is what it is but richard um what has been going on now with road with roadman um what are, what is the latest update well um it has been closed for a little while now um before mm. the pandemic okay um, but you know people sometimes still make a personal favor asking for a part or right um, right help to locate an item mm-hmm. now that offer it my help to right right of course because i mean you have helped to build up that trust and that clientele over the years so I suspect that persons will have, um, you'd have actually built um, a friendship along that way and, 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 right. and, and a circle and, and, a, and a network going forward. For over that 22 years. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, well... I'm not going to keep you here any much longer. It has been an interesting chat to know exactly what Roadman did. I, I remember Roadman intimately um, coming there, introducing myself and sitting down and with the staff, yourself, Mr. Mr. Cowans, um, and, uh, and all the others. And we did perfectly well in terms of sourcing the parts and everything. So this was just to explain to a lot of the individuals on the outside exactly who the players are in the markets and the different roles they play in terms of collaborating with dealers or working within the dealerships and the different the different angles, the different outputs, the different facets, the different the different individuals and their contributions to the, the auto industry on our whole. So Richard, um is there anything, any last thing you want to add before I, I let you go? Because I know you're, you're probably uh, way past your, your beauty rest right now. <laughs> well, to add something to that, um, where the use part dealers are concerned, um, 
most of these panels are the parts that they would supply are complete parts. Meaning, if you have a, you need a door, say a door um, for a Corolla or any other vehicle, it would come from the dealer as a shell. Okay, okay. There, yeah, it does, the, yeah. The dealer would sell you a complete door that they just take off a vehicle from Japan that they just scrap or cut up and bring to Jamaica for sale. So you get a complete door with glass. Um, if it's a front door, you get the mirror, glass, the door cover, the regulator, everything that is on the door. So basically, right. you take a door off a vehicle to put on a next vehicle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. so you don't have to go through all that money that you want to buy a shell or to buy a glass and to break down the door. You just get a complete door. Right, 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 right. So that that would have that but that benefited who? That benefited you or benefited the um the customer on a whole? The customer on a whole. And rather know that they get everything one time. Right. Okay, okay. As well because to fit up glass and and a door or sometimes they, they don't get really like that because mm-hmm. They don't want to have the responsibility of damaging that glass by that part. Right. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. It makes sense. And that's that's basically what they have to be competing against because they well, yeah, the dealers they sell they you want a you want a door shell, that's what you're gonna get. And then you're gonna if if there's any damages that are done to the vehicle itself, then you know. You have to buy the um the glass separate and the mirror separate and the handle and the regulator and all these things. Yeah, I I remember quite well. Yeah. I remember quite well. And instead of buying it from the dealer where you get each individual item at a cost, you just buy the door one cost. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes it worked cheaper to buy the door and to buy the parts to make up the door. Okay. 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 All right, no, um, no problem. It has been very, very informative. Thank you again, Richard. Yes, and uh, I do hope that if you have more to add um, in terms of the adventures that uh, <laughs> that you have to go through, like you know, moving around and and um, dealing with the respective garages, because I we are yet to hear that story. Okay? I think it should have been some yeah. some interest. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> some interesting takeoff. You know how how we handle some of these um some some of these garages. You know going to their various locations, and I suspect that they're located um in and around the corporate area in Kingston, Jamaica. And 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 and, and you also. and you mentioned all across, like from Kingston to Montego Bay. Yes, you know. Yes. Well, we definitely have to get a, a meeting going again. Right. I'm sure the viewers would love this, some other stories that I have to say. Yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Uh, let me know, man. When you, whenever you want to tell us some of the, the secrets or <laughs> the, the tricks in trade they use to get around, to get around the um, getting the parts to the customers and the insurance company, feel free. Um, call on me anytime. Okay. 
Yes, Chris, definitely. Oh, okay, all right. So do bid yourself a good night and it has been informative. So thank you very much. Parts Talk is an interactive engagement with individuals who share their wealth of knowledge and expertise working in the automotive industry. Their experiences, passion, and drive are explained and why it is important for author enthusiasts to understand the dynamic background of the task of those who serve us in an ever-changing and evolving dynamism. New real-life stories every week only on Parts Talk. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.